So usually I just press play, mm-hmm. but we'll start whenever I feel like. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so. Production company loading. What? You. No. Yes. Our Why? true production. Why do you hold out your words? I've always wanted you and your sister to do the same thing. You guys like hold out your words. Like how? Are, now you see now you're shortening them. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but it's just This is just what you do? Mm-hmm. Why? Where'd I you feel grow like Montgomery County. Your whole life? Yeah. What part? Um, Silver Spring. And then we moved to Texas. So you're like no. Hey, one two one two one two. <laughs> Welcome back to True Podcast. Um, today we have Millie. Hey guys, I'm yourself? Millie, or on social media, Vanity X Vixen with two X's. Okay, one question: Have you ever actually searched somebody's name if they like said it on like a podcast? Have you actually searched their names on Twitter before? If I liked what I was hearing, then yeah. Have you really? Mm-hmm. Name the last person you've done that for. Um. On Joe Budden's podcast, the guy who was like defending Summer Walker, I forget his name. Her Did you manager. follow him? Did you follow no. him? No. I just wanted to see who he is because I like kind of like what he was talking about. But you didn't like him enough to. No. You want the shit. No. But uh, yeah, thank you for coming. Mm-hmm. I know, no you know it was a long, long walk. I know. All yeah. of twelve minutes, yeah. maybe. No, no, no. It was probably like a nine-minute walk if I speed walk. You know. And it was a long walk. No. <laughs> I've walked some places. This is not a long walk. What's the furthest you've walked before? Maybe like five miles. The fuck were you doing for five miles? Um, hiking. I forgot you white people like, <laughs> like hiking. <laughs> I'm black guys. I'm dark skin. Really dark skin. <laughs> I, I don't think we asked. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm being rude. I'm sorry. Speaking of like long waits. Why am I on episode 400 of the O-True podcast? I should have been on episode one. I'm so serious. I wish I could see my face. What do you, what? Like, do you I'm know a that priority. You, you, you do know like, we started as like an all-male podcast, right? Um, yes. I don't care. I'm me. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're, you're not, I'm genderless you're not, when it comes to you, okay? You're not the first girl, though. Yeah. Or the second. I know, and that's what hurt me. Like, literally, as soon as I heard a girl, I tuned out. I was like, nah. <laughs> but you're here now. Yeah. By yourself, too. I'm just letting your listeners know that I'm a priority guest. I'm, like, one of those, like, top-tier homegirls in Femi's life. Are you? Mm-hmm. When's my birthday? January. Wow, she's... You know what? I'm going to say, the fact that you knew it was in January, I'm proud because I don't know your birthday. No, yeah. Oh my gosh! What? I just realized what you said. That I don't know your birthday? You don't know my birthday? I don't know most people's birthdays. I actually didn't know my parents' birthday till this year. Well, I mean, I feel like that's okay because I'm honestly not big on my birthday. It's not even about being big. I feel like we, thanks to social media, which is going to be a lot of the topics of today. Mm-hmm. Social media is kind of like, you know, when you see it on Twitter, and or before, because remember, before it was Facebook, mm-hmm. but before that, like, yo, like, I would just wait till I saw the notifications, like, oh, or I'll see like eight or nine people tell somebody I had a birthday. I'm like, oh shit, it's a birthday bet. And I kind of depend on that. And I haven't really had 
anyone close to me like that. Yeah, I feel like if I know your birthday, you like mean something. Yeah, I feel like that's different because it's like there's certain people that like yo, I'll I'll at twelve a.m. I'm gonna hit you and be like yo, I thank God for you. You know, do the little African prayer like oh, you know, I thank God for you, like blah blah, happy birthday. You know, I love you so much, blah blah blah, cool. Oh, there's like maybe four people I'll do that for. That's not yeah, like people that you wait till midnight to like say happy birthday. Literally, like it hits twelve and I'm like one more minute. Like, I've already pre-written a message at, like, 11.55. Yeah, I feel like I take my birthday, like, as a self-reflection day. Like, literally, I'm not the type of girl that'll be like, oh, let me plan my whole birthday outfit. I'm doing this dinner. I'm doing these parties. All you're, not, you're not a brunch? No. You don't I'm want like, a brunch? No, I don't, honestly. I just, I don't know. I tend to separate myself from a lot of things on my birthday and I don't know I just do a lot of thinking because I don't know in my mind I'm just really 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 thinking about how grateful I am to you know turn a certain age and to be in a certain position you know just being very grateful because a lot of people don't see their birthdays you know no I get that um what's crazy um Up before, like, just before this year, I never celebrated my birthday. Not because... My birthday was just in a weird time. No, you went all out this year. I think I peeped. I think I... Okay. popped out with the little shiny, shiny coats. First of all, it was reflective. It was cheap. <laughs> it was really... First of all, that... that if anyone seen me with that reflective jacket, it was... Yeah, I got it for, like... jacket was really I got tough. it, like, for, like, 28 from, like, uh... What was it? ASOS? Really? Yeah, like, it no... It like you spent... Yo, like, and that's the thing, yo, fashion isn't really, fashion, fashion is not even about spending the most, it's about doing what you want, looking nice with the amount of money that you can afford. Wait, what changed? Because, like, you were a pretty, like, you're a pretty, like, casual dresser, but now you're, like, a nice casual dresser, you know what I mean? Wait, you mean, like, currently? Yes. Uh. Like, because it's, like, you're casual, but that's a tough fit, you know? So what changed? What what made you look at yourself and just My friends. Say, 100%. My friends. Really? <laughs> no. Um, okay. So, um, transferring from UMD to UMES alone has... You can easily see, like, the differences day one. And I'm not talking about the education or the people, but the culture. Like, I remember uh, UMD, first day, bro, you can wear some regular shorts. It doesn't have to be, like, designer. Just regular random shorts. Um socks long socks put the slides on and then like a nice t-shirt with the and book bag good. and you're good because like yo you're going to like you can say yeah, i'm going to class and then after class i'm going to hoop or i'm going to go work out like people aren't really like their their priority isn't like how people see them in terms of their fits but like yo what are you doing mm-hmm. oh you about to go work out or you're like nigga people have schedules or if you're like dressing dressing is for a purpose yeah like yeah like if you're dressing nice like you probably have an interview or probably like you're in the business school and like day one your teacher said do it but, like, you're not, like, if you want to go to class comfortable, bruh, you're going to class comfortable. Like, I've seen people go to class in pajamas, and I wouldn't think anything of it because it's, like, it's so normal. I've gone to class in pajamas before. Like, I woke up hella late, brushed my teeth, put some mouthwash, and then ran to class because I know my teacher just doesn't let the door, she doesn't open the, the lecture door after 8 a.m. So it's like, all right, bet. I mean, just run. And nobody cares. Nobody, people have things to do. I came here my first day, and I wasn't even going to class. I was going to get food at the calf. And you felt like you had to dress up. I wore a regular shorts, a 
t-shirt and slides because I'm like, yo, I'm just going there and come back. And I immediately saw this one dude like going to the same calf. He's flat. Yo, long jeans. It was like, you know, your jeans. It's like 90 some degrees. Jeans, gold watch. He had the grill on. <laughs> he had the OC <laughs> necklace, you know, earrings. And before I got here, I didn't have earrings either. And I don't know. It was just kind of like after a while, I'm just very big. And like that didn't want me to change, but it definitely told me like that, okay, let me do something about my wardrobe. And I think the biggest day that, like, everything changed for me and I was like, okay, I need to start really paying attention to, like, my appearance was, um, do you know, um, graduation, how everybody goes to Sabrina, right? I didn't know that that's when people pop out. That's not what I was told. What I was told from, uh, Junior and Dwayne. Okay, I know. But we're not going to say that. We're not going to say that on the podcast. No, 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 no. No, those are the homies. Cool. Those are the homies. That's all I'm going to say. I was told, yeah, bro. Oh, you have to, yo, just, you're wearing, I'm wearing sweats too. So I wore sweats and this bright ass blue jacket, no haircut, nothing. It was just like, I was just like, I thought I was going to the bar, like I was going to UMD, because like, they said they're going to the bar. And I walked in, and I, the first person I saw was Giorgio, and Giorgio had a blazer on. And I'm like, okay, maybe it's just Giorgio because he's a Kappa. And then one dude had on this nice fit, another dude had this nice fit, and these girls were in these tight dresses. Mm-hmm. The rest of the night, I sat in the back corner and sat there, and I texted Keith, and I was like, yo, bro, whenever you're ready to go, can we please go? I was, I felt so ashamed. Mm-hmm. And since that day, I was like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, but I, I'm never gonna overspend. I will never, I will never overspend. I will never go out of my way and buy like designer. Uh, no, I'll, but I will, go out of my way and do more research yeah Yeah. and find you know nice fits through like sales and shit my thing with this place is that i literally like to wear whatever i want to wear so if you see me in something it's because i want to wear that when i first came here girls had their hair laid like every second of the day I felt awkward wearing sweats to class like can't wear slippers with like socks colorful socks can't do anything can't come out the house without lashes or a beat face without people like you know kind of looking at you like you need a dollar or something like that (laughs) like people every event even to like the small stuff you have to slay to events that no one will probably be even be able to see you because you're in the dark like you have to come flat and back home in high school like it just wasn't like this like I didn't feel so judged really and I felt like I was like an odd person I'm like why don't I like doing this every day or why isn't it okay to, like, not be shady and, like, not, you know, you get what I'm saying. And, I mean, I like it, 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 no, 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 I, I, trust me, I, I get you because it's, like, it's hard for me to talk about it because it's, like, I've never had money, mm-hmm. period. Like, just point, like, it wasn't until recently where, like, you know, thank God things started kind of working in my favor, but, like, I've always had to manage a lot of people didn't know, like, a lot of the clothes I had was because, like, my dad bought them a while ago, and I just take them because I kind of fit it now, and I just mix and match it so I look decent 
with like clothes that my dad probably bought for like five, six, seven dollars. And it wasn't until, um, and what's crazy is like when I started getting money, I had really, really bad money management skills. <laughs> and I still do, technically. If you really, if I look Which at my, it's, it's, it's hard because it's like, you see money and you think like, okay, this is just like $10, this is just 50 this is just 100 110 It adds up. And it, it adds up so fast, bro. And then no one told me groceries cost so much. No one told me that. Um, and then clothing-wise, like, it's like, again, you see like this fit right now, this is a very... Yeah, that's a very nice shirt. $7 maybe, yeah. I think. It's a really nice shirt. And you, okay, I see what you're doing. The Adidas pants. I mean, yeah, come on. I mean, that's the too. latest ones too, like. Okay, no. Understand that I got this at the outlet, and it was like fifty percent off at the time. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think I'm I got mine at the same place too. The no, one no, on the in way. Clarksburg. Oh, Clarksburg. Mm -hmm. Okay, but yeah, no. Like I'm, I feel like that's, but that's more so my dad teaching me how to like shop when it comes to like clothes and like stuff. Just like do what you can to find, cause like. And there are cheap gems out there. You don't always have to drop a stack on this or that. I've never so. been big on, like, I, I pray that I never get in a friend group or a circle where it's like, I have to be validated because of, like, mm -hmm. the name. Because it's like, bro, I'm not, I'm not, yo, I'm not, I don't care for Balenciaga, bro. I've, I've separated myself from some situations where I felt like if, like, I wasn't a certain way, then it wouldn't, we wouldn't mesh the same. And I just... I just don't feel like I want to force anything. Nothing, like, it's a very, it's a very materialistic culture. Not even just friends, but cultures. Like, I feel like social media in general has made people feel that they have to look a certain way, talk a certain way. Like, we've, it, we make fun of people for owning androids. <laughs> like, understand that, like. Because <laughs> this generation is so, like, materialistic. We we feed off of what we can see and we want to associate with the pc and if people, we didn't see it it didn't happen it didn't happen mm -hmm. and it's, it's it's it blows me so much like you have no idea how many times i've been like okay i'm not gonna record this but i felt like damn no one's gonna see how cool this is like i want them to see like why do i want them to see and you know what my thing is now that i'm really starting to appreciate the whole videography thing right I've come to realize, like, bro, there's no problem with wanting to tell people and show, but be creative. Mm -hmm. Find different ways and just, like, you know, on IG, yeah, I'm flexing. Yeah, I'm here. You're not. Uh, geo filter. I'm in Peru. I feel like when people, like, word their captions differently or, like, kind of take, a, like, a sneaky pic that isn't so, like, I'm right here and I'm telling you everything that I have and that I'm doing. Said I'm just gonna, you know, the humble flex. No, nah, like I'm, I'm. First of all, I'm, I'm a complete fan of the humble flex. I, I, I'm, I'm actually mastering that now because, like, I've, one, I've, I realize that like, nobody cares for nobody. At the end of the day, no one cares. That's the one thing. No one cares. But for instance, right? I, I got a um, job out um, Philly um, recently, like full time offer after school. Cool. Um, if this was 2016, 2017. I'd be on Twitter like, oh, like you know, you know how people do on Twitter. Oh, you know, I struggled so much with a two point two GPA, but glory be to God, I have now full time offer, and, and and it's cool. But you can understand like how obnoxious because I remember back when I didn't have anything, how bad I felt. 
that stuff makes you feel like you're not doing anything. Even if you have stuff going for you, it's kind of just like, damn, like... I used to... It's like, yo, uh, graduation season used to be so bittersweet for me because it was like, everybody has all these testimonies and shout out to y'all, but here's me just now transferring out a whole nother school because I had a 2.2 GPA. And, I'm, and yeah, like, you know, some people, like, on one flip, you know, on the one side, people can be like, okay, you can use this motivation. But on the other side, it's depressing as hell. It is depressing. And even sometimes that whole use this as motivation can be shade. You, like, kind of see it as shade in a little bit. And it's like... Like, who the fuck are you? I yeah, like, what are you... Okay, the fuck? So, like, when I'm... <laughs> when I said I was going, like, so crazy... So when I got this offer... I mean, granted, now I'm putting on the podcast, but... You know what? If you're listening to the podcast, you're a fan. That means you're a fan. So, and you got this far? Yeah, cool. But, um... Which I'm honestly, like, genuinely so happy for you because you've transformed into a machine. Like, and I know you feel uncomfortable whenever you receive compliments. <laughs> like, but you turned into a machine before you, like, didn't want it. But now you want it. Like. I mean, yeah. Crazy. You know how I flex on Twitter? And mm-hmm. don't, only, unless you really know me. Like, people who know who I am. I, I'm an avid Redskin fan, Wizards fan. Nationals fan, everything in the DC area, and people know I only support them because I live here. A real person. So on Twitter the other day, I was like, I'm officially a Phillies and Eagles fans, and (laughs) there was like two or three people that texted me. There's like, you're moving to Philly, (laughs) 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 and you, but you would have to know me Mm -hmm. to know that that's like Mm -hmm. why I would say something like that. It's Mm -hmm. so subtle, Mm -hmm. and that's why like I I'm I'm that is that's a great flex. Because, like, I, I'm not saying anything. I literally didn't say anything at all. And I, I probably, outside of, like... But I feel like this whole move is going to be great all around. Because, one, you have a job, which is every graduate's dream, you know, to just get a job out of college. And Philly is a great area. People have been telling me that. Like, like I've been I've been getting, like, so, like, the small circle of people that I've told. I mean, I still told people, like... Um, and I'm very careful of how I treat good news these days. Like, I'm not the type, like, it's, honestly speaking, I've never, people who know me, I'm not, good news isn't something that, like, hasn't really started happening to me up until, like, the past two years now. And it's been piling up, no cap. It's definitely been piling up. It's your turn. That's how you have to see it. It's your turn. And I don't want it to stop here. But the problem with it is I'm trying to find the balance between not settling like not like I guess capping my light because like I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but at the same time being humble enough to understand that like yo you deserve that other people other people have things that they're going through and their time is coming too like understanding that like okay like there's times that I can flex but it's not everyday flex I feel like it's all about your intention behind it because if you go out there and flex because, like, you're proud of yourself, yeah, I deserve this, and I, I want to feel good about this, you know, then go ahead and do it. But some people just go out there and flex because they know their homeboy is in a down situation, and for some reason they want to put it in their face. I don't know? think no one does that. I feel like that's wild. I think no, it's just, just more so... No, just think about it. Like, I feel like people kind of set out to flex on those around them because... Like, you know, if you wouldn't try to flex on somebody you don't care about. You, you know what I mean? People definitely do that. That's why people go to the, what? Niggas do that here. 
Because, I mean, if I, if I don't care about you, I'm not going to try to hurt your feelings. It's, it's not about, like, people don't flex to hurt people's feelings. People flex, like, it, it's a mentality. It's a mm-hmm. weird mentality. It's like, yo, I have something that someone else doesn't have. I'm that nigga. Like, people need, some people need, and I used, I used to be one of those people, like, I felt like I needed verification from people, like, yo, like, when someone doesn't have something, they'd be like, damn, bro, you got the new Balenciaga. Like, and just hearing that, like, yo, when especially when a nigga say deal, like that, oh man, oh man, nah, nah, nah. I, I used to live for that, bro. I used to live, and the worst part about it, like, I used to buy things through like my dad's money, so it wasn't like I earned it. Mm-hmm. Now, like, this is like the first time in my like, like two years, like I'm everything that you see with me from like my Lord. bed, my TV. Like, I went home, my mom cried when like we got so we moved and all that, and. We're like, oh, we're so sorry. We can't, uh, you know, we can't, like, because we spent so much on this and third, we can't get you a bed. I'm like, okay. Two days later, bro, built my own bed, had my own self, got myself a TV, all that, boom. Just like, yo, where'd you get? My mom, no, the first thing my mom said is, why are you selling drugs in this house? I was like, mom, no, I just saved up. I, I have the money. This is mine. And she just, like, seeing that, like, yo, like, like, that's the type of flexing and that that's like. beautiful because it's like you did it for yourself more so. You yeah, know? and it felt good. And like I put like the crazy thing is like I put something like that. I'll put that on IG. Like I'm people who know me. I'm very selective with social media. I don't. I don't know how to. I'm still learning the inner working, but I feel like I know how to use social media a little better than the average person. And I've kind of learned how. I guess the way I want to run. There's the recipe. Media. Behind Easily. like all of it. I learned that. I but learned like, that through Joe Budden. Like, I learned that through like just just I guess just watching trends. Little tips. And, mm. and you just see, um, I guess you just you just. Know. And then you test it out, and you're like, wow, this works. Bro, my, me and my friends, like, I went viral. A bunch of a times. Through, uh, oh, a bunch of times. A bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> like I would be like, wait, is this the same modern African? Oh like what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Is this, are you trying to like... No. No, I feel like at this point, you're just trying to like make me blush to a point where like... You know, I'm just, so serious. You know, it's just like, oh, you know what? You, you just, you're just you're giving yourself coming. enough credit at I think, all. I think I do. Because when I tell you stuff, and you know, you know I'm not going to hype you up. You hype everything up. I don't hype everything You literally up. hype everything Okay, up. what if I'm just excited about everything? So, I should feel regular. No... I feel like if I say it out loud, it should mean something. I could have you up in my head. Just be like, yo, this is sick. What's the least amount of money a nigga should spend on you your first date? Least? Least. Um, $35. So, so you're, not, you're, not, you're not going with the trip to McDonald's, sit in the car... Um, I'd just be like, I'm not really feeling McDonald's, which I really am not feeling McDonald's most of the time. So I'd just be like, hey, if we're going to go to somewhere, we could sit down. Let's go to Nando's. If you didn't have the bread, would you pay? Yeah. I pay a lot. Mm. Like, if you paid last time, I'm paying this time. And I'm going to keep saying, thank you so much here. Let me cash up you something. Or if I do cash up something and you send it back, then I'm going to keep it. But most of the time, it's like a... I can I can pay for myself. All right, cool. Now I got the generic, generic uh, 
if there's like usually when there's like a girl in the pocket, I had to get the generic questions, questions out. Just, out. Yeah, no, I feel like that's ridiculous. Like you don't have to pay for my nails. You don't have to pay for anything. I feel uncomfortable when a guy's just dropping constantly on me because it makes me feel like. Bro, um, but that's honestly that's that you know okay you you know how they um. This one girl tried to hit me about this thing called the, uh, what's your love language, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's like six of them, right? Um, huh. there's, everybody has their own love language. But like, yeah, I think it was like, you know, information, you know, you know, touch, gifts and stuff. Yeah. I think an Africans, uh, African, specifically Nigerian men, I feel like our love language is just throwing money at people. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't That's hear. definitely a Nigerian man thing. I just think that it's like. If I want to personally give you money out of the like, I you don't have to remind. I just want to. I have to care about you because I personally don't like throwing money. Personally, I, I I like flexing, but I'm not giving my money to just anyone or anyone. But that's because I feel like you're more of like a person who seeks quality rather than like quantity. Because you can give any girl money and they'll follow you. But I feel like you're like, okay, if I'm giving you money, then. You know. so, saying, so do you get are you one of those people who get mad at guys who don't want to put money into a first date because it might not work out because understand right? so understand what I mean here right because I know I have friends who are like yo like let's just you know there's a lot of friends who are very big first on Netflixing date, time, I'm like I'm okay if you pay for you I pay for me or if you really don't have it how do you go about that though you can't just be like <laughs> So, like, you're at a restaurant, and and not you, I'm talking about the common consensus of people, because you're not like most girls, apparently, the way you're talking. So, I'm talking about the regular the regular girl, when they say, is the check separate, or is it together? And you guys are both looking at each other. I usually just go ahead and, like, there's, it's, you ask the question, the answer from you should be like that. Or if it takes a little bit more time for you, then I'll be like, separate. Or, not to embarrass you, I'll say together, and I'll cash up you or something, or I'll give you the money. You know what I mean? That's, see, Just to, so you can pay. Because that does do something to a guy's pride, in my opinion, if he doesn't have it, and, you know, he has I, to ask you to split. Like, I've had, nah. like, I've had, I've had this one guy come to me and, like, say, to be honest, I thought it was, like, done for after you, like, paid, and I was just like, who are you out here talking to that just, you know? No, I mean, no, no, I mean, he, he, I mean, one, it, it, there's a lot of girls that if you pay, if, if the, she has to pay, that's it. Especially if you, I'm, I'm a firm believer that if I, am, if I invite a girl out, I am preparing the whole thing. Like if I say like, yo, we should do something cool. I am going out of my way. I'm figuring out what we're doing, what time, picking you up. Uh, the whole shebang man. I'm not all like oh no chivalry's dead I don't, I don't give a fuck if chivalry's dead or not dead this is just how I do things personally I feel like that should work both ways if I invite you out or if it's my idea to do something then I should pay cool I'm just saying again maybe this is just a Nigerian thing I don't want my girl paying for anything mm-hmm. my dad I don't think my mom has touched the mortgage in about 10 years bro like my mom hasn't like, it's literally, like, my dad will take care of every bill, and then my mom is just saving cash and 
I think she's she's the one that's helping out with like tuition now because she's had so much just saved up. And I feel like I've definitely taken a lot from my dad in just the sense of like I don't see money as something that's like like for instance if I go with a girl out like I've been on a, I've been on a shit ton like ask my friends my my name on their on their phones is sold out dates mm-hmm. because I just <laughs> I I like going on dates because it's like all right cool like even if it's something chill or like going to happy hour I think at, at our age happy hour is like the go is the go to and you see how like normal that is but people don't really do that anymore like because and that's what I was saying I'm like to a lot of people it's like oh I'm I don't want to waste money on a girl so like I'm like bro in my head I'm thinking like bro I waste my money on a lot of shit every day like bro like I bought them bananas that I'm probably not gonna eat so it's like in my head I'm like okay if I drop 15 on shawty I have a job I'm gonna get that shit back like it's not I can't even hate on girls who have the mentality of you know got the man has to pay for everything because when we go out majority of the time there are men that are literally paying for our stuff all night. So, so if you're courting me, you, you might, might as well. Like, mm-hmm. I get it, and that's why it's like I'm not. I I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going to be a girl sponsor nor a dad. That's not what I'm saying here. Yeah. I'm just saying, especially when it comes to like, I guess if I'm courting you, yeah. That first date, maybe the second date, maybe the third date, cool like that. I'm going to. I want you to feel accustomed of what I can provide, and what I'm comfortable of providing if you were with me because i feel like that's what a date's supposed to be i like i i love stuff like that but honestly it makes me uncomfortable in a sense like not like i don't want to be here but in a sense where i have to like buy you something to return the favor like i have to return the favor in some way like if you buy something me something a gift i'll buy you something in return See, and that's a that's, that's called a healthy relationship but that's that's a whole another conversation for a whole another day and i feel like i like i just feel like i have to get into a habit of just learning to accept things like okay you just bought me something i don't have to return the favor i can just be grateful and that's it <sighs> Look, I haven't been in a relationship in four, five, five years now. Five years, five years. God damn, five years. Okay, virgin. Now don't make me old virgin. <laughs> well, I heard about F out in these streets. I almost said something really foul. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that out. But like, yeah, I'm going to have to really... I almost said something really fucked mm-hmm. up that you might have walked out. And it involves family. I'm, That's all I'm going to say. It involves and, family. But I'm, I'm going to keep it myself. No, um, no, 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 no. I'm literally, like, the most open person. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You can put a blurred over names. Nah, I'm good. What? I thought we were having a conversation here. Anyways. Um, wow. I didn't know Femi to be a pillow. Yeah, but wouldn't that make me a pillow talker if I said it about your sister? No. Yeah? No. Okay, well, me and your sister... No, I'm not going to say that. Okay, cool. What else is there to talk about? You know what's crazy? I actually had to force myself to do this. Like, I'm, I was listening to uh, Joe Budden's uh, podcast, and I don't know. It's like he was... The past two episodes, I don't know, for anybody who does listen to the Joe Budden podcast... He's, he's been, like, I guess, struggling to, I guess, have podcasts because he's been grieving um, the whole Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle thing. 
Um, R.I.P. Uh, rest in peace. And it's it's weird. I don't know. Death is weird. It's it's uncomfortable. I wouldn't say it's weird. It's just uncomfortable because no one can prepare you for situations like that. I think they and can. And I feel like that's the kill. I think but no one can prepare you for a specific person. Well, we all avoid the conversation most that's of the time. Okay. Like, I can't. I've had more conversations about it with myself than I had with anybody. And when I woke up, I woke up on, I believe, Sunday. And I read that he got shot. And I was just like, oh, he'll be all right, you know. Yeah. I was thinking about Young Dolph, 50 Cent. Like, they, they pulled through. And then they reported that he was shot five or six times. And I was like, now I'm scared. And then when they reported that he was pronounced dead, like, I couldn't, I had to re-pronounce, like, so many times in order for me to process it. And then everything just felt so low from there. What's crazy, so people who are sports fans, um, especially in the DMV area, this isn't, this isn't a new feeling for us, specifically. Um, I remember I was in middle school, um, eighth grade specifically and I was in it was right before about to go to school I mean go home and there was a guy named Sean Taylor um and one of my favorite players like it's not just a scrub some dude on the bench but like this dude was like the the best player on my favorite team the best player on my favorite that's like saying like LeBron James type shit this is how great he was this is like LeBron James when he was like 24 25 and there's a news report and this is back when like you had to find this on like yahoo.com and it was like Sean Taylor um, it was like a home invasion like in his own home home invasion shot in his leg and I'm middle schooler I'm like like he got shot in his leg it was like his chest or head you're good and then they said something about artery but like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kid I don't know what the fuck an artery is like and then the next day it was like yo he's dead and I it just, it kind of hit me weird, because I'm just kind of like, no one, I had no family that really died like, around what me. What does that no, even mean? Yeah. It was just like, he's dead. It was kind of like, and I felt so weird, numb, all of it, and I tried to tell my dad, like, I remember, African dad, let him know, I was like, dad, like, I started crying, and, and he looked at me, no cap, he said, why are you crying for somebody you don't know? What's wrong with you? What type of American nonsense is this that you're crying over a, 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 a football player, black guy who probably just smokes weed all day and this and the third. And that day is, I always, like, I don't want to be dramatic, but like that day really made me think, like, am I weird for feeling for people? Absolutely who pass? not. I mean, now I know because, like, and I'm glad that, like, there's, there's mediums out there for, you know, hearing, like, you know, black men like Joe Budden, you know, mauling them. And that does make. That does give you some comfort because I think I would, most of the time I suppress my tears because I'm like, I don't even know this person. Why am I like, you know, feeling a type of way, like what you were saying before, but I cried because seeing so many people affected by his death, I was like, okay, I'm not tripping. I'm not sensitive for this. He was and really I, you like... Know crazy? I didn't know. I didn't know. He, I didn't, and, and that's one of those things I'm like... I'm glad that I'm becoming this guy who isn't flexing so much or becoming this person who has to broadcast every great thing that happens in the world. Every time I help someone, like, I have to broadcast it because it's like, bro, 
I didn't know 98% of the things he was actually doing his community. Like, yo, when I tell you, every, every celebrity is technically speaking helping their community somehow. Everyone's giving back like a thousand, two thousand, but like, it's never to, to see, to see like, like the Instagram posts and the Twitter posts of like the things this nigga People was are doing. People still mourning on Instagram and all of that. Like the things he was doing and like to find out like, yo, like, like it's almost as if like, bro, like if only like Nigeria had like a Nipsey Hussle type shit, like just to see like, yo, like. To, to, to do something as, like as, as like people don't understand like how big it is in a community to to buy an entire shopping center area and specifically make it to, to make sure not only that the businesses can be like filled and employed by like the people in the community but start putting things in place to help that community like for instance you can't go to like Riverdale Road and find a good shopping center that would have like actual healthy food you see like you know like the ribs you wanted to you know chinese food like in my own my my area i didn't i lived in a good area good as in you i would i know for my parents knew if i if i walked up the street at two in the morning i'm not getting i'm not getting shot granted i probably get kidnapped because anyone can get kidnapped anywhere but and my parents don't want me walking out past 9 p.m anyway but they knew I was good, and I was sneaking out. As you've gotten years. older, has they like been easier on you about like stuff like that? No, because, fuck no. I don't know. I, I mean, just no. thought that was the thing for girls. Actually, um, they got easier in the sense of they trust me more, but they still want me to grow into the culture of thinking like, yo, there's my mom says it all the time. There's nothing good in the world that you need to get past eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's true. There's a lot of fun. That's there's very a lot of, true. but like, she's like, there's a reason why all the all the stores close at a specific time go to sleep do what you need to go home simple bar all of that right in my community in my you have um, before like they took out the shoppers they put an Aldi but there is a dollar store dollar tree Taco Bell I'm trying to think of everything on the top of my head Taco Bell Wendy's three Chinese spots uh, a seafood spot, but it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. A barbecue spot, three liquor stores. Um, I'm really trying to think. A Pizza Hut, if you go a little further up. A Seven Eleven, and then if you go about two miles in one way, you can find a Shoppers, and if you go eight miles in another direction, you can find a Wegman. But that Wegman is like the really nice I know area. Exactly where you're talking about too. So and it is so it's like me as a kid. I don't know how I'm skinny now. I have no idea. I used to go into that Little Caesars and buy that. Pizza. It was deep dish pizza, biggest shit. With the sides. I would, I would, I would eat the sides too. Oh, and American Best Wing. Sorry, I forgot about that. I would go to the dollar store, give me the the liter, and then get me the zebra cakes, and I would eat the whole thing, bro. No cap. All of that, I can get all of that, $9. And I'll be full, and I have all these unnecessary sugars and shit. And my dad would think, oh, I'm so hyper, and this is the third time. I'm eating awful shit, not because I wanted to, but it was the most accessible. Yeah, easy, accessible. quick. Accessible, accessible. Accessible, yeah. Accessible. You can't even say it. Accessible. Okay, you got it. <laughs> um, so it, it's just one of those things where it's like to see someone like Nipsey Hussle do something like that it, 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 it inspires me and it's like I can't imagine who else he was inspiring 
And Joe Budden said something today. He's like, yo, it, it's sad for somebody that wise to die so young because he can't and pass so that. Senselessly, you, and like, and, senseless. Like, it's... And I just... I'm so shook because he died in such a public way. A person with that much respect on their name does not deserve to go out like that. And that's and it's it's one of those things where it's like you just like, it can happen. Like that's when you're mo- you're your most vulnerable and everyone is just watching you at your like No, nah, And that's why I said, yo, social media is a fucking drug. It's a fuck the first thing people did when they found out, bro, they posted that shit on Twitter, bro. I saw this nigga it, lifeless. On, and it's crazy the amount of niggas that I've seen lifeless on Twitter now. I've seen him. Mm-hmm. I've seen XXX when he died. Yeah. And I, who else did I see? I just recently saw Biggie because someone just decided to post his funeral pictures of his open casket. And... We've de- we're desensitized because it's on Twitter. Like... It just... I, I had to recently take, like, a step back from involving myself in certain things on social media. Like, I cleared out a lot of my followers because it's just not healthy seeing all of these different opinions, you know. I shouldn't be thrown off by seeing so many things that I'm voluntarily voluntarily clicking on and, you know, looking yeah, through vol- throughout vol- the day. No, voluntarily. And the thing about it is, like, it's, it's one of those things that's, like, there's certain things that's like you know you shouldn't look at it, but because you know nobody's watching you, it's like fuck okay. it. Let me just yeah. fuck it. It's here, and I don't like my, I don't like questioning like my own opinions. There's times so I don't many know, times. There's times I don't even know if I have opinions. Yeah, cause it's like an album drops, I'll just be like, I'm not gonna like it right away, just because I don't want to be that person to just you know. Listen to something once and just be like, no, this is the album of the year. This is going to be their biggest project and blah, blah, blah. That's why, at first, I didn't really like Astroworld, to be honest, because my first listen through, I was like, I don't really get what he's trying to say here, and everybody's literally going crazy, and it just dropped five minutes ago. So. Here's there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm very big on... I, on the other hand, I believe in first listen reviews. Not saying, cause, and I let people know, like, this is not how I'm going to feel later. But I feel like first listen reviews are very, very crucial because it's like, not even crucial, it's just it's very entertaining because it's like, I like measuring how, like, how do you know a album age, how an album ages if you don't record how you liked it when it first came out? That's how I am. For instance... People can't talk like I'm very big on like Scorpion because not they're gonna say not 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 because I like it. That's the crazy thing. I think there's a lot of good songs on there. I don't think it's a great album, and we can talk about that later. I'm just more so in the sense of like if you ask my friends, bro, I was like I was I think it was on track three. Yo, is it too early to call this a classic, bro? (laughs) Like, and then on the contrary. What album didn't I like at first? I'm trying to think. There was an album. There was I a lot. like Views at first. I didn't. No, I love Views at first. But Views is great. With me, I have to be in like a certain setting for me to like certain music. No, I get if that. If I'm going through something and I'm over oh, it, I won't let like. Let me tell you how I listen to Views and you see why I liked it. Mm. I just got offline. So it's the first album I'm listening to. This is the first time Apple Music was 
introduced yeah, to us. That it was so lit. Um, my dean took me and three other people and he like four girls. He turned off the lights in his crib. He had these one specific lights that changed colors and the speed of them based on the tempo of the song. And then he, he said like, yo, let's spark. And bro, like, yo, I remember it got if to... Uh, have, if you have epilepsy, stay away from those lights. No, 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 because it, it got to you with me. <laughs> and bro, when I tell I was in my feels, bro. I'm like, what you really want from me? Like, uh, also, DMX shit. I was goofy in my ex. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, so I felt not. That album, bro, personally, because like, I like there's... There's certain music that, that carries memories with me. That's why it sucks. Yeah, certain like songs if, suck. If a project, a body of work is really good, but it just was around a point in time, around the point in time where I was like, nah, I don't like this. Nah, and it sucks because there's a it lot of, sticks. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Persian Rugs, that song is in the garbage for me. And it sucks because that's such a good song. And then I was like, okay, I can listen to Jacquees' version. No, now that song is in the trash because, whoo. Why is those in trash? Just like they're connected to people that I'm like I'm not dealing with anymore. Oh, oh, so you've associated them with people? Yeah, like I associate. Hey, she's Hey, mom. Hi, <laughs> right, son. How are you? Fine, thank you. You okay? Yeah, I'm just enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. You've been so happy since <laughs> for the past like months. You've been so happy. Yes, sir. You okay? So how are you? I'm good, I'm good. There's, there's, there's no girl here, mom. <laughs> mom, why are you FaceTiming me? <laughs> hey, mom. What's on my head? My head? Oh, behind me. I don't know you're my mom. You know this. <laughs> oh, my beard. Mm-hmm. I'm not repeating you. <laughs> I'm not repeating you right now. <laughs> Yo, yes, mom. means beard. Yes, mom. You need to shave it a little. That's mom. You want me to find a wife, but but also shave my beard. They're both those two don't work at the same time. That you have to make it nice. Oh, you're saying it's ugly right now? The, the bottom one here. Got you. Mm-hmm. Need to be shit. It's even having a gray hair. <laughs> See, gray. Mom, is that gray? What is it? It's the reflection. Uh, so, cut it short a little. This one. Who is it? Who is it? Did you call Victor? Yes, we've talked. He, he, he's, you talked? Yeah, he sent me a link about this 140 job. 140? Yeah. That you can apply to? Yeah. Please do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, so. <laughs> so when you told him about that, what did he say? He said try to negotiate for more. For more price? Mm-hmm. But yeah. so that's not a big deal. Nope. Mm-hmm. And we thought it's a big one, right? No, no, no. He said the job is nice. He's just saying because it's like uh, for a um, for entry level, 
85 is a lot. That's the 78. They're going to uh, up it. Because I talked to huh? them. They're going to up it to 84. Because uh, I said I might stay with Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. So. So what do they say? 84. They promise you. I'm going to sign a contract. 84. For who? Uh, Lockheed. Uh, but he said you can still negotiate more. I, I mean, he doesn't work for Lockheed. The, and the area he, they want me to work is really nice, mom. Like, you should see it. It's so nice. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's so beautiful. The area is actually really nice. Okay. Just continue with your studies, okay? Yes, mom. Let's graduate first. Yes, then the sky is your limit, okay? Yes, mom. I will pray for God Almighty to continue guide guide you and send a lot lots of favors of, uh, on your way. Yes, okay? Ma'am. All right. Be good and whatever you do, do it well. Okay? Yes, ma'am. All right there. Where's that? Dad? dad is right here. Hey dad. Hi. Hey dad. How are you? I'm tired of school. I'm trying to get out. I said, yeah, that's why you said most time. Yes, sir. Do your best to there's get out. There's yeah. A, there's a time for school. There's a time for job. There's time to marry. The season you are seeing now will stick all the time of schooling. Finish it first. Yes, sir. How are you? So you want me to skip to marry after? Huh? You want me to skip straight to marry after? I cannot hear you. You want me to skip straight to the marry stage after? No. What he said... I know, Mom. I was making a joke. It was bad, apparently. Oh. You want him to skip to marriage? Uh, that would be up to you. I uh, can carry the burden. Carry the burden? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't think, I, think I don't think you should go and buy a cow when you can find a free milk. Oh! Wait. Whoa! <laughs> Bye, Dad. So you go and buy a cow right now. You have to feed the cow. You have to take the cow to the vets. You have to ensure that the cow doesn't bite people. Then you can go to the store and just buy a milk for $2. I think that you can just compare both. Yes, sir. Have a good evening. Bye. My dad just advised me to be a thought, bro. <laughs> you heard it, too. Nigga said, and I quote, he said, why buy a kid? Why buy a cow where you can just get the milk? But I mean, isn't that on your agenda for when you graduate and you start making the big boy band? To be a thought? Yeah. No. That's what a lot of the guys I know that have graduated and started making big boy money do. First of, all, I'm not, first of all, I'm not making big boy money. I'm making regular boy out of college money. Um, two. Nah, I mean, I feel like I've, I've, I, my nigga, I, I'm a dark-skinned, bearded dude who is Greek. I've, 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 come on, I'm, I'm over it. But it's different. It's like, it's different. When you graduate, it's a different world out there. You're going to be doing things that people with grown-up jobs do. You're going to be meeting a whole different group of women. Like, you're used to the college girls, but you're going to be meeting women in the workforce. It's different. We're just college girls with the de- college girls mature. who finish school. No, like more experienced, more mature. You haven't met every woman out there. I haven't. That's what this school has done to me. It like made me think that there's like 
this is all that's out there. But there is so much out there. Oh no, there like, is. I mean, it's you, you insane. have to travel. So. Like, it's insane. It just, it really makes me open up my, my mind. It makes me want to encourage more people to travel because you may be thinking that these, this is the cream of the crop. No. First of all, no. you know I don't think that. There's <laughs> better crops out there. Different breeds of crops. Nah, like, trust me, even being in Maryland, I've been in Maryland all my life, so all I've seen is Maryland girls, so, I, I mean... Yeah, like, when you get to Philly, you're gonna notice, okay, Philly girls have a different swag to them, you know. I know I'm a sucker for nice accents, I know mm-hmm. that, that's why, like, I'm, I think, in the bottom of my heart, is someone grilling? There's a grill out here? Do you, I smell charcoal. I don't know. Okay, either way, <laughs> um, no. Nah. like, they have a whole different culture out there way more creatives out there like they have some creative creative mofos in Philly I feel like I'm creative like I yeah like... so I feel like you'll meet more people that share mm. well, common what interests. were we talking about before mom interrupted um, by the way that was hilarious <laughs> <sighs> I don't even know how I'm going to edit that but I will just so that's hilarious what is this she fell but yeah, um, let's see, what else, uh, what else is there to talk about? So I'm not going to end. Uh, oh wow, we're actually reaching that one hour mark. Yeah, on the podcast, like, maybe if, if this becomes more of a consistent, then we can start doing it past an hour. But yeah. we just tend to, you know, keep an hour. Right? Um, just that last thing we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, sometimes when I'm listening, I'm like, oh wow, I really could have went for more, you know? And that's good. I, and that's just like I'd, ra- I'd rather short than long. I'd rather like you wishing for more than me like damn. No, but sometimes it's actually like you know I've listened to super long podcasts and I've been like wow that was satisfying. You know. I mean, another story, another day. <laughs> what else? Um, before my mom interrupted. Um, we were talking about. Um, I think was it Nipsey related? It was okay. No, I have a question for you. How do you think? Um, Africans deal with death and is that the type of will this be the type of way you would be I'm saying it's weird but more so will you pass the same way of thinking to your kids when you do have them well I feel like I can mostly speak for my culture um, the Ghanaian culture when I say that the they tend to celebrate deaths more than they do mourning. Like, they mourn for maybe, like, a few days, and then after that, it's, like, party after party after party, people just coming together celebrating your death. And um, my brother recently visited Ghana, and he said it was kind of creepy how normalized it is. Like, they'll have, like, the pictures of the people, like, printed out really big, so when you're driving, you can see them. And he kind of felt like, oh, my gosh, why is this so, like, he, he was uncomfortable. Maybe they talk about it more than we do. And I feel like when I get older, it's definitely going to be a conversation that I have with my kids. So that, but I want to put it in a way where when it's had and something does happen, they won't feel so like shocked or uncomfortable. And they know that 
I they're loved by the person, if that's the relationship that they had with them, that this is something that happens to everyone. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, so we need to spread love and do positive things now because this whole Nipsey thing really has me thinking, like, your name and your word mean a lot. Oh, bro, it means... Can you imagine going and just people saying, oh, she was a bad person, she wasn't this, she was that. Do you remember when X died? That was hard to watch. One of the hardest things, like, because it's like, I'm, I'm, okay, so I followed X's career. Uh, It's crazy how long I followed it. at first, I first started... When he first came out, everyone was like, what in the no, world? No, I, I was shocked. No, I remember. Um, he went from the guy that Drake bit to, oh, wait, this song is actually kind of cool. She was talented. And I was, talented. Like, I was like, okay, let's... But, like, everyone, like, nigga, people be one-hit wonders. Then he dropped the tape, and it was like... It, it wasn't like a typical, like mumble rap it was like yo for those who are dealing with depression understand like yo I'm not perfect so this is like my take to let y'all know like yo the same way I'm not perfect I'm finding a way out and you could tell this is a kid that didn't have the resources and much guidance and he but he was trying like he was actively trying so that by the second album he dropped you could really tell like he had like he tried to do this one thing where it was like okay for every person who posted post a video of him helping someone or like you could tell like yeah the nigga had a past but he was actively trying if our youth was just broadcasted to the for the whole world to see do you think you'd be canceled like i don't know what do you mean i feel like we don't give some of these younger acts the benefit of the doubt because i guarantee you that a lot of the stuff that me and my peers or just anyone like if I think our I think our generation it's very quick to cancel people, and not it's, I feel like they don't cancel people for them to. I feel like they literally cancel people. They don't want people to get better. They don't care about people trying to change. They don't give a it's, fuck. It's a problem. It's not okay. That's why I feel like every now and then we all have to kind of unplug and bring ourselves back down to earth because. Everyone's going to make a mistake and say things that we might not mean or that we... If, like, for example, this podcast, we have no script. I don't know what I'm going to say. I could say anything right now that somebody may not agree with, but no one, like, you get what I'm saying. Yes. Oh, yeah. No one, no one gives us, like, a script on what to say or how to act to please everyone, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I'd go crazy if I had to conform to something that everyone agrees with or everyone likes. I just, I'd rather die than not be able to be myself. And people are getting canceled for not being themselves, for not agreeing with certain things, for not being certain ways. And it just. No, I feel like, here's the thing, right? Like, I feel like there's certain people who deserve to quote get canceled and stuff that like bro but like I feel like the fact that people literally look at these look at these celebrities to be moral police it blows the shit out of me for instance right Kodak 
says some wild shit. He, Kirk, first of all, he didn't. It wasn't really. I think his intentions weren't wild. I just think he doesn't have these. So he doesn't have those people around him to let him know that yo, there's certain things. Just don't speak on it. Period. Especially on Instagram Live and knowing like your history with like just talking a lot about people. Just don't do it. He says it anyway. And a bunch of rappers go on Twitter and it's like, yo, that's my man's nips. It's not how it's you do it. Don't do it. Like, respect yourself type mm-hmm. shit. And people go on Twitter and they're like, oh, but when but when Kodak was, you know, a rapist or did this or was talking about young man. And it's like, we just, you don't, they don't have to. They don't like, like it's like this, this little moral compass that people believe that as men, like for instance, right? I it's it's it, it, it's like it's the social justice warriors. That's why I call them on Twitter. Like I get it. I I totally do get it. That like you know you want change. You want people to step up. And, but it's like, do they really, or do they just want the retweet? Yo, and me telling a nigga on me checking a nigga on Twitter is not going to change anything about that nigga. I can't even lie to you when I say that. I like certain toxic things about certain people, especially when they're, like, joking with it. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't laugh when certain people make certain jokes about things that can get them canceled, not relating to this whole Nipsey situation. No, no I feel like there's, certain, about, like there's certain topics I won't touch. But, like, no, yeah. I get, I know exactly. It's like, and that's why, like, I feel like that's when people say, oh, I miss old Twitter, I miss that third, because it's like, there's certain and that's why I just tell people like yo honestly if you want to tweet like that bro just get a burner bro yeah. just get a burner account bro because it's like things be funny bro and I, I there's times I want to laugh bro people be saying some out of pocket things and it's and funny it's funny sometimes like really like if half of my favorite rappers went around being the moral compass then it would just be like niggas okay. hate Chance the Rapper now I love the fact that Lil Wayne was toxic in some of the stuff that he says. I love the fact that Drake is a little bit more toxic in his old music. Like, certain things that will just make you like, whoa, you're saying this in this year, this day and age? You can't even enjoy it the right way no, because... It, it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, I don't... It's not even like... It's just like, I like when people say things as is and just go their way. Like... It's, it's more so it's like I, I get why people like certain people they just want they just don't want certain things to be normalized and I get that I get that perfectly but to to go around and act as if like a, a, a tweet is going to change the world it's not it's not the move but people need to stop expecting this place to be a utopia are we expected to be the same type of person have the same personalities do the same things but like I said I don't even feel like this I, conversation is the is even necessary because the intent behind all of that is like clout. No, clout. They don't really care, bro. They I, really don't care. At the end of the day, bro, none. This is this is also like high shit. Like, yo, nobody really cares about anything, son. Like at the end of the day, bro, everyone's main goal, bro, is to find their way to be the happiest in their lives. Like, if you think about the grand scheme, like, if this was, like, a video game, everyone was given whatever circumstance they had and a random, like, literally, like, let's say there's a video game, like, a button was pressed randomly to be given this amount much of, like, knowledge, this amount of wisdom, this amount of resources, and then figure it out. 
based off of geograph uh, geographical situations, your parents, hetero, uh, you know, like how good you look, all that shit, and you just have to figure it out. And that's why some people's stories are better than others because, like, when you're given everything, it's kind of like, oh, I mean, you're happy. But then the nigga who did everything on his own, you're like, oh my god, and just respect them more. And when people try to talk like, oh, they want equality, they want this and third, yeah. I get it, but at the very same token, people are doing things for the sake of like, yo, they they want their own impact. They want to say, I was able to create, you know, change. I I stood up for so and so. I did this. I and bro, like, cause like yo, that's why I really respect Nipsey. All be and all the things that I'm just not finding out. He said, bro, one time he was like, yo, why, why even give light to things that you don't like? Or you think you don't care about, or things that are goofy. Why do you give it like? like the things you, he was saying is common sense. It is common but sense. But it's like that's who he was, and you're like, wow, it's that simple. But we make things so hard for ourselves. It's weird how you can tell, like through videos alone, like you can tell people's character versus like people who are just kind of like fake. Men. No, like yeah, people can pretend to be a certain way, but they don't understand that they reek certain things. Like certain people reek humbleness, and, but and that's why, and that's why, like, I, I think a lot about like how I'm perceived. Well, I used to, I used to like people knew me before I came here. Um, I used to really care how people thought about me, and people who knew me knew. Like it was like I was very big on like being like in the middle of the party. That's why I became a sigma. I wanted to stroll the time, and people didn't notice me. And, it's almost to the point where it's like, bro, like I just couldn't be in a function without trying to figure out a way for people to know I was there. And now, like you know, two years later, I think maybe it was because I came to UMS where it's like I'm in the epitome of like nowhere where all people do is drink and smoke. Yeah. And now it's like I've kind of found peace with just being being, yourself. being myself, being alone. Or if I go yeah. to a function, I'm perfectly fine with no one knowing I'm there. I. I'm there for a good time. I'm not having a good and time. And you re- you discover different things from like the outside rather than being in the middle. Like I think back to certain things and I'm like, wow. I I could never go back to certain things because I just realized that if I wasn't able to be myself, I'd go crazy. I'd go crazy. Right, like nah, like, I used to be this guy where it was like, how do I say? It was, it was almost as if like because I was trying to please everyone when people got mad I'm just kind of like bro what else do you fucking want from me like I'm literally like jumping around running around doing hoops for people for them not to care and now and it's not like, receiving the same energy and now bro it's so great it's like I do what I, I really do honestly I, and people kind of try to figure out how to navigate around that and it's, it's cool it's, it's, it gives me peace it gives me time to do shit like podcasting it just it just makes me think about all of the people that um, I look at and kind of say, like, what the heck? But I have to realize that everybody goes through different things in life and they realize different things at different periods of time. So whatever I realized at the time that I did, they'll realize that one day, hopefully. So all we can do is just live yes. life. I know I'm having a good conversation when I can't remember how we got here. I'm trying to do the back, back, back. Death. How do we deal with death? Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the only reason I ask you that is, um, I have no idea how in Nigeria within themselves, um, how they deal with death. 
in a grander scheme of that statement, I don't know how Nigeria does a lot of things. I feel like I've been robbed. Not let me not say robbed, but I've been sheltered to like my parents have been trying to give me the filtered version of Nigerian upbringing. As in, you don't have to go through Nigeria's like hardship. You don't have to go through like you know the rigorous like you know, corruption and stuff but like emotionally. that. Emotionally, but then emotionally put all those like values in me so I still am able to because I know for a fact if you give 30% if you give 30 of the best qualified people in Africa let me not say Nigeria 30 of the most qualified Nigerians in the world all 30 of them will probably be the top earning people in America are you going to be the type of um, dad to coddle your kids like are you going to be like oh you know I'm here. I don't know. Are you gonna baby talk with them? I have no idea because I I know what it feels and that's where I was gonna go with with the whole death thing. Um my dad, I'm just I just found out recently my dad, um, he's seen death, a lot of death. Um, I think out of like nine something like three left for real. And that's not mentioning like just the random random senseless death and other shit that he's seen there people that have died when he's here and he has to hear from the back home robbery kidnappings mm-hmm. murder all that and my dad is just he, he's numb he's so numb to it he's like yo at the end of the day bro people will die it happens but your life is you're blessed to see another day so don't let that stop you to the point where it's like you don't even like in this life you don't even have time to mourn yeah like whenever I see um like someone breaking the news of death to anybody like that I know around me it's more so of a man that's tragic okay let's plan for the funeral now and ignore everything everything else Um, every emotion I'm starting to yeah I'm starting to uh, and it makes me think like that's it like like, Cause like how there's no there's no there's no there's no real like I feel like time's supposed to stop when something like that happens. I felt time stop when um, Nipsey passed. Uh, like so, um, it's crazy. This podcast has been very. I've been more open with this podcast than I've been with like a lot of people. Funny enough, like the more I talk with this, the more I've realized I've opened up to a bunch of people who I have no idea is listening, which is so funny. This is a sense of therapy. It honestly. is. I'm starting to notice. Um, but um, when I was online um, at College Park 2016, one of my friends passed. Um, we used to play intramural together. Good dude, real good dude. And I was very close to his ex at the time. Very good friend. To, to this day, one of like one of the only people who's like really like gone out there way to help me as I trans transition from UMD to UMS. And I've never really sat down to really I guess deepen that death. It's kinda of, I was online and then once I was done I was offline and then once I was offline I was transferring and once I transferred I had to start adjusting and I'm graduating and his he three years his three his three years passed. Uh was it three years? Two years passed, his anniversary passed yeah, um, a month ago. And the girl who's been by my side like this entire time, this whole thing, she hit me and she's like, Yo, is there uh, she's like, is there any reason you didn't hit me up yesterday? And I was like, No, why? 
and she says, oh, okay. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I guess his death meant nothing to you. And I'm just kind of like in my head. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to say because it's like... Do you have a little voice in your head asking you like whether or not it was time to be like, okay, it, time's passed by. No need to just like... like it was, so it was a little of that. A little of my dad in my head saying, yo, time waits for no one. I mean, it sucks to suck, but... And that's, that sounds like the most asshole way to say it, but that's literally how my dad would say it. Part of me was to console my friend and be like, I'm so, so sorry. Part of me is like, bro, you don't have to apologize for something you just didn't know because you just don't put death anniversaries in your phone. It was like all these different emotions, and I did not respond. And the first thing I did was be defensive. It was the first thing I was like, bro, I didn't have, you know, I've been so busy and stuff there. Like, you can just tell the anger she has is kind of like, wow, you're too busy to even check on me knowing that I, like, forget the fact that he died. The fact that you know that around this time, every year, it hurts me the same way, and you couldn't even. Isn't check it me. crazy how because sometimes we don't take the time to understand our emotions, we just do everything to escape them. You know what I mean? I mean that's. I feel like that's one of the reasons why like I I do everything that I do now. Like if anyone really s- sat down like talked to me, like I feel like everyone's always like you know assumes about me. Oh, Femi, oh, you're doing so well. Oh, Femi. Oh, you know, like, you know, you have money now, you're working well, like, yo, if you know what I do, like, I'm, like, if we're talking, like, currently, 19 credits, still, still work on my internship remotely, I'm still, like, I'm doing a podcast, I work for, I, I write for One Tribe Magazine, I'm doing videography, I'm, I'm, like, practically the advisor for the Sigmas here, I'm still involved with the Sigmas in my other school, and I just, I don't have time to check yourself. Is even to the point where, like, once I have my free time, I'm I'm explaining to people, hey, I'm sorry for not being available. What can I do to help? And then I fit, even though I probably should be spending time with myself, I'm now, like, for instance, there's someone right now, like, texting me right now, just kind of like, yo, where were you, like, where were, like, where were you, like, you know, like, we were supposed to hang out today. I'm like, damn, you know what? tomorrow I know I have some free time tomorrow sometime like I probably should be sitting down and journaling or at least figuring something out to right? like release but it's it's okay because sometimes you have so much going on but then when you do have the free time to really sit there and think about everything it's kind of like dang I really need somebody to vent to or talk to for when somebody asks me if I'm okay because it's like there's it's too much life is just too much sometimes and when you don't understand all that's happening and what's going on, it can create toxic habits that you can use to escape from, you know, <laughs> do you venting. Think, I was like, do you think African men have, like, something someone to vent to? No. I mean, like... No, no. I'm going to answer that for you. No, we don't. The thing is... Unless I had, like, a girl type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No. I noticed that men literally will probably run to their significant other for things that not, they can't run to, to their friends. friends too. I'm not running yeah. to my friends. Not yeah, there's certain conversations you don't have with your friend. I've had deeper conversations with people I don't know. Same. Rather than, because it's kind of like, do you really care? I'm gonna and say don't if you care. don't really care. Okay, oh no, actually, you're right. And if you don't really care, then I'd rather turn to a person I don't know. Because if they don't care, then there's no reason for them to, you know what I'm saying? No, I. I 
I just, and it's not even that, because I know people that feel the same way. So I'm like, what if someone's looking at me like I don't care? And it's not even that I don't care. I just don't know how to show that I care in the right way. Because it's like once you spill all this information to me, sometimes I don't know whether or not you want to hug. I don't know what you want me to say. But in my case, if I vent to you, I don't need you to say anything back. I just need you to listen because I could be talking to like a brick wall. But just the fact that I got it out of my system means something to me, you know? Like, if someone, if someone, like, completely vented to you, what what do you do afterwards? What's your way of letting them know that you, like, get them or you feel like you care? I just learned to let people talk. I'm just, like, I'm here, like, because, like, I, I used to have this really bad habit of feeling that I had to put an input in or let them know what I would do in their situation. And you don't. Bro, it's, once I realized it, it's like I, I realized it's, it's such a it's such a I don't know. Some people just want to talk, you know. Like I and I realized like, even me, there's times I just want to talk. Like, I don't care about whatever you think I'm gonna. Do, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do regardless. But I, I just want to get this out. So I guess just giving, letting people know, like yo, if you need this avenue to talk, if you need this avenue like, to listen, like even with like if I have to like. You know, push my horn to do it another time I'll do that like, let's let's knock this out let's unpack it let's really get out the way but then I always then act well I never act but then it's like I start I'm rambling here and I'm like yeah like you know people always want people want to lay people want to talk people want to party people want to eat but like I've never had the chance to really I'm not I'm not going to beg someone to be like hey yo can I unravel you real quick no no it's one of those it's like you don't want to be a burden never do and another problem that I have is that people have their own situations going on so I feel like me venting to you is kind of just putting something on on your mind that doesn't need to be there like I don't want you worrying about me or how I'm dealing when you don't even when you're not even doing the best best personally you know I'm gonna cut this short because it's like I'm gonna gonna start to do that a bit too. Oh, no, no. What we do, what we're gonna do now. Um, what we do at the end of the podcast, we uh, you know what we do. Mm-hmm. We'll I, know. <laughs> I know. So. Uh, so I guess this is, I'm just gonna. I guess that's the mm-hmm. time we do sleeper pigs or whatever. Mm-hmm. So actually, let me see if I got one first. Just so. Do I have one? If you put Old Town Road, I'm really... You're gonna cut no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Alright, well, I'm I have not. a song called The Fruits by... I don't know how to say any of their names. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just going to post on Twitter later. But, yeah, this is them. So... Baby, give me your hand. I give it back to you. I'm running out of time. I check my pulse as I hit the floor. Yeah, she won't hear my story too. I don't got time for stories, boo. I'm looking at the front of my brain, sweating all over my chain. Now she pull up closer. Now I'm on one. I'm off the shit. Girl, it's loud. I can hear. 
Texas Ranger, bitch. I'm on my grind like fuck a bitch. I get some okay. pussy later. Don't even call my phone. Used to be a hater. Fuck your nigga. She made my so. I left him in jail. Had like 336 missed calls. Oh, they wanna check on me now. Give me a love, he admit it. I'm with a bitch from the west side of town. I let my hoes ghetto in print. I got that on and I pull it out now. You ain't the only one with it. Boom. I'm trying to go get the cake for my daughter like it's a birthday. Can you dig it? Say it again. Spice Girls to become one. What's it called? Spice Girls to Become One. Sorry, guys, I have to type this out. Oh, it's literally the number two. 19. Ooh, okay. Let's see. Candlelight and so forever. A dream of you and me together. Say you believe it, say you believe it Free your mind of doubt and danger Be for real, don't be a stranger We can achieve it, we can achieve it Come a little bit closer, baby Safe conversation, and I don't do safe that often. 
like smoking the best. Like to roll with the stick with all my chains on my neck. Like, uh -huh. Okay, come back next week. We'll do that. Uh -huh. We'll make it unseen. Uh -huh. And I guess anyone who's listening, all like six of y'all, <laughs> whoever is listening, if you guys have any topics you want us to talk about, she's gonna be. I told them less is more and they get just plenty. Yeah, they get down or you get low. Hey, look, um, yeah, if you're listening and you, you there's a topic you think we should touch on because she's gonna be here, I'm gonna be here. Send it our way. If not, we'll just do it our own on us. And yeah. So other than that, thank thank you guys for listening. Um, another episode of True. This is O True Podcast. Was that the drop? Mm -hmm. You want to drop? Mm -hmm. No. Just say it, just say it, just <laughs> no, say it. no, no, I feel like it should be like, uh, 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 oh, true. Oh, yeah, let me know. I'ma whip it out. I'ma let it off. Thank you for listening. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs> Get the fuck. <laughs>